now it is time for the absolute bubbliest podcast in the world, Beer Bubble! Are you ready? Yes. Perfect. Welcome back to Beer Bubbles, the number one published podcast in the world. Uh, we had we don't have that confirmed, but we're sure about it. Yeah. <laughs> you probably are. You probably are. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm sitting here with you one at Ten Hands Brewing Company in Karlstad. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, why uh, don't you introduce yourself a little yeah. bit and tell well, us about I'm, who you are? I'm Johan. I'm uh, a long-time beer nerd that. Fell in love with beer brewing, and now I'm the brewer at Tan Hands Brewing. Uh, and there's a couple of more brewers here as well. Not today, but usually. Uh, yeah, we also brew uh, for um, uh, shapes and objects, for example. Uh, we brew their beers at our facility here in Karlstad. And that is Magnus that was on Omnipoyu before. Uh, I wanted to have a side project, uh, so... That's pretty much that. And you're included with you, you one, then you have Robert, Jonas, and two more guys, right? Well, we have uh, we have a couple of more, but uh, we, it's me, Robert, and uh, that that are uh, founder of this company together with another guy called Jan. Uh, that's pretty much us, yeah. Uh, and then we have Jonas here, who is working with us, of course. Ten has been around for what is it, five, six years now? Six. Uh, 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 winter time, two thousand and eighteen. Mm. We formed the um, the company, and then we brewed our first beer in the beginning of two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Uh, last time I talked to to you guys was with uh, Robert back in two thousand and two. No, no twenty twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty two. Two thousand twenty two. That's a long time ago. And uh, we're sitting at uh, a cafe uh, in the center of town. With yeah. the old ladies staring at us, because <laughs> we sat like, like there with do. Like these microphones, do. <laughs> and uh, we we talked a little about the the brewery's uh, history and stuff. So we, we've had it in the podcast before. If you want to go back and check that out, because it was a fun interview with him. And but back then you brewed at uh, Värmlands Brygghus. Yeah, we did. Uh, we so did. you didn't have your own brewery, which and you really recently moved here. Uh, tell about about this new location and how it feels to have a have your own brewery now. Yeah. Uh, well, we moved here. We got the key to this facility first uh, of January two thousand and twenty-three, uh, and one month later, um, uh, seven or eight maybe Hungarian guys from Siptec uh, in Hungary, of course, uh, came here and put together our brew house with everything. Um, so we moved our canning line, which we had at uh, Vernos Brighus in Kristenham, and we moved four fermenters. But besides that, it's all brand new here. Yeah, because you owned the fermenters and the canning line beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. But now we have we had then four two thousand liters uh, fermenters. Now we got two more two thousand liters and two four thousand liters. So what's the brewery's capacity per we year? We have a firm. Oh, 
per year depends on how hard you push me. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, what what could it be in 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 a normal sense? Like if you were working regular, uh, if regular. working regular, uh, it would be above hundred thousand liters sellable volume. I guess we can push it to hundred and forty thousand liters or something like that. Uh, but we also want it to be be good beers. And, yes, of course. Uh, sometimes we want to do strong beers, and that takes some more time and it capacity. Does. Yeah. Uh, and also rest in peace to Verma Birgus, another brewery that fell now recently to the to economic. The, yeah. Yeah, the big brewery death that's happening this year. Sadly, yeah, it probably won't be the last one, but uh, uh, and it, which which is really sad to to see uh, breweries go. But it's it's fun that you have your your own place now to be and. Uh, to brew your own beer at your own schedule and and uh, everything like that, but you've been doing a lot of festivals as well. I've noticed. Uh, yeah, we do a lot of festivals. Well, not not me as much as Robert. No. He, he does the most festivals. Uh, I need to be here brewing beer, canning beer, kegging beer. Uh, about how many do you do per year? Oh, ooh, that's <laughs> a trick question. I don't know. Um, uh, could it be somewhere? <laughs> 15s maybe 15, i don't know yeah. yeah it depends on and then we got a lot of t- tap takeovers and you we do collabs of course and we sometimes we go there and we do collabs uh, yeah and and i recently tasted some of your collabs that's coming up um, yeah maybe you don't want me to expose what it is yet but because you did a, a few collabs before and i've seen you doing with a few different breweries uh, is that something you guys think are fun to do collabs and and meet other brewers and brew together yeah that's that's the best i think uh, one of the best parts is that and then you can share experience with each other you can discuss and you're putting a recipe together maybe you do that via emails in the beginning and then um we try to we try to do collabs together with people as well as uh in 10 days or something like that uh, nicola from duck pond is coming here and we are brewing a beer together with him and uh, with uh, magnus at uh, ships and objects and then he's playing a concert because he has his band million calling yeah so we're going on the one concert. of sweden's best punk bands <laughs> skate punk bands. yeah 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 <laughs> i grew up listening to to million calling ah. so i was a skater the first okay. time i met him was, was kind of fun but the beer styles ten hands focuses on are mostly hazy IPAs and kettle sours. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. And then on occasion we do imperial stouts and sometimes a barley wine. Sometimes yeah. barley. Ah, I yeah. tried it this Saturday. Uh, the American, more of an American style barley wine without yeah. that intense bitterness. So that was lovely. Well, can you tell us about a little bit more about uh, the barley wine you made? Uh, the barley wine, wine we made was with uh, Adriel Theory, an American brewery. Uh, and, well, we got ho- hooked up with their uh, like social media guy, Jonathan, uh, at MBCC. Uh, was it 2022, maybe? And then when we got our brew house here, 2023, it once... Uh, one of the first brews we did, actually, uh, we was like number six or number seven when we tuned in the brew house. We used that as a strong beer tune in. And it turned out pretty nice, I think. That was yeah. really nice. This Saturday, from where we, the day we're recording this, so two days ago, there was the Wine and Deli 
uh, fair in in Costa. A lot of people showed up. <laughs> it was very yes. crowded, very crowded. Yeah. But I got a chance to try it, and sadly, I didn't get a chance to try any cheese because <laughs> the lines were just insane. Yeah, it was too many people there. Yeah, it w- could have been a little bit calmer, but yeah, uh, yeah it, it was nice. But did you have a good day this Saturday? Was it uh, good yeah, for you with all people coming up? It's really good because we haven't really focused on the local uh, market, so we are we are exporting like fifty percent of what we do and. Then we have a distributor in in Stockholm that takes most of our maybe five percent of what we do go out in the local area. So a lot of a lot of people doesn't even know that we exist. But uh, I think that's smart because we talked a little bit about this in the car earlier on that Värmland, where the the state which we're located yeah. in, isn't that much of a beer county. No. Overall, uh, there are beer geeks, of course, but to survive as a brewery here, you kind of need to export and get out to the rest of Sweden, the Swedish market, yeah. to to actually survive. Yeah, I mean, we do have we have ten hands at Akurat once in a while, quite often. I think we have it, especially the kettle sours. Yeah, and then I don't know what what other places in Stockholm has. Uh, well, yeah. what other places? I really don't know because that's not where I. <laughs> that's not our sales. Uh, it's it's our distributors, but I think that Stigberg's food has it. Uh, Oh, Oliver Twist have had it sometime, I think, yeah, as well. Sometimes they have had it as yeah. well. Uh, I imagine Lodan. Lodan, well. yeah. Lodan yeah. has it as well, yeah. But it's funny to see Ten Hans or the beer from Värmland in, yeah. in Stockholm. Yeah. It's fun to see. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit towards your designs of the labels because you have a very unique label and you can see that it, it is Ten Hans without having seen the beer before because of the design. And you work with a girl called Violetta, right? Yeah, correct. Is that yeah. something still going on? Yeah, yeah. Right. I still work with her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how Robert talk, talked a little bit about you were looking for a design for the Ten Hands logo, but how is that working with an artist? Uh, does she have free hands on creating the label? So you're sending what you want to have made? Um, or We sort of uh, get the name first. And then we send it to her. Uh, maybe we tell her a little about if we got a story around the name, which we got sometimes. Uh, sometimes it's just a quirky name. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we send her some background info, and then she's creating her art. Sometimes we have... Uh, most of the time we just love what she do, but sometimes, of course, we have some some things that we maybe want her to change. And can you lift this or... And I think it's fun that you actually work with with an artist uh, to to create your labels and to have the same person do that because yeah. also she tells the story with your labels yeah that becomes the ten hand story yeah which is nice it's really nice and also she is in Kiev in Ukraine mm. which hasn't been that easy oh, since yeah, the right. war She's Ukrainian yeah oh. so it was this period period when the Russians were just outside Kiev. So then she had to run from Kiev to the countryside and then from there to Poland. But she's got her laptop with her. So, But now she's back in Kiev because okay. it's, well, safe is maybe a strong pro- word, but uh, safer, safer yeah. than <laughs> in the beginning of the war, at mm. least. Well, let's hope it stays safe yeah. for her. And, and it quits the war. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, would be I think we even all, better. All hope for that. <laughs> yeah. 
all the time, yeah. whatever the war is. But I, I, I realized I've been sitting here now talking without trying this beer. Well, I've already tried it beforehand. Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. Uh, for the listeners, what am I drinking? Uh, you are now drinking a um, Shapes and Objects beer, um, Respect Your Elders, which is a West Coast IPA. Uh, fairly high in bitterness, uh, old school IPA uh, from the west coast of the US. Uh, all the old hops, like the sea hops, and yeah, I, I love that style myself. But I also love the the hazy ones. But these are my my um, my true love. <laughs> <laughs> love the hazy for the market. Yeah. But I drink this myself. <laughs> More or less like that. Yes, More or less yes. Like that. Uh, question i realized i haven't asked 10 hands and lagers is that gonna happen or have you i, I hope so yeah sometime sometime yeah. <laughs> yeah. i realized when i went through the the untapped history of your your beers it's mostly hazy kettle sours and some stouts yeah i haven't seen a lager no are you planning for it yeah we love to make that happen, mm. but making a making a good raw lager takes a lot of time. So we have to have capacity for it. So we have to have a fermenter that we can spare for a couple of months if we want to do it the right way. And we would love to do it the right way, not you, hurry up. Uh, it's uh, the the German way. The German way, yeah. <laughs> the Reinheitsgebot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe not that hard, but but long time on on the cold side in the tank for lagering. I mean, yeah, it should be. It, it it takes time. It and takes uh, time, and during that time, I can I can make uh, a couple of these or a couple of hazies, uh, which I also can charge more. Yeah, that's that's, yeah, true. that's that's true. Because uh, it's also business. Yeah, yes, <laughs> it, is, it is. And uh, it's hard times. So yeah. Uh, so now, twenty twenty four, you just got your own brewery, or it's been a couple of months now, right? Uh, we've been here a year. A year now, yeah. Yeah, so a, a little bit more than a couple of months. Yeah, but what's the the future for Ten Hands? What's what's coming in the horizon? What's going forward like? Yeah. Well, we are yeah we we are looking to, of course, we need we need to do more beer, uh, and luckily our sales at the Systembolaget, the monopoly here in Sweden, has gone very much up. Uh, in the late so now it, it looks like we are going to be able to brew more and we also have actually because we do a lot of different beers uh, we actually have uh, usually we don't brew the same beer twice maybe we do it twice but not three times but now we actually have a beer that we have brewed four times in just a couple of months so and it's selling on the monopoly so Luckily, ho hopefully we can get a couple of that one and maybe some more beers like that. That would be great. Yeah, the, the Monopoly can, can be, be fantastic can be. and uh, <laughs> not so fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I've had a couple of episodes where I've gone too far when we talked about the Monopoly, so I'm okay. not going to start. Uh, but yeah, it, it has the good side of the positive side of when you get into the monopoly you can have good sales and getting out to the country but it can also be very difficult for brewers yeah. to get into the monopoly so is there any legislations in sweden you're hoping for to make it easier for you as a brewery it would be great if we could sell our beer ourselves to to private to to private persons uh 
as as is in Sweden now, we can only sell to to bars and we can export. Uh, but all beer, all alcohol uh, sold to private persons needs to go through the monopoly. We cannot sell a single can from our brew house, and that would be great if we can do that. Yeah, no plans for low ABVs or anything no. like that for local market. No. Yeah, well, we can sell three point five percent ABV beers to private persons, but well. Alcohol is taste. <laughs> it and is taste is king. That's so it also <laughs> takes up a lot of space to actually make actually make that beer as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, we're hoping for that. That's the thing. The the, the gorge for shelling. The this what do you call it? The yard sale <laughs> bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also the different di- differentiated alcohol taxes. Yeah. Also uh, that would be great, of course, which because is a it's big talk in Sweden now. Where. Uh, craft breweries or craft anything gets uh, a lower taxes on their alcohol according to the volume they sell or yeah. s- something yeah. like that. Something like that. Yeah, that that would be great too to yeah. for all the small breweries because they call the the year twenty twenty four the the death of breweries, which is sad. Yeah, talking a lot about that. So they calculated about one fourth of breweries in Sweden is gonna go under this year, and we do not want to see that and. Hopefully, it's getting closer. There's a lot of good people working on that, and yeah. hopefully, the legislation will go through and yeah, help breweries out. Yeah, that would be great, of course, because Sweden, together with Spain, is one of the is the only two countries in in the Euro- European Community that doesn't have differential alcohol taxes. Which is weird. Usually, we follow the the EU a lot, yeah. but not, yeah. not when yeah. it comes to alcohol. It's, no, no, no. It's, Supposed to be monopolized, yeah. For some reason, uh, we all. I also heard. I got some inside information that the monopoly has in January eighty nine percent of beers that came in were from six breweries. Oh, so yeah. I, th- I think it's needed and yeah. uh, to, keep, to keep the craft beer scene alive. And I think you're right to drink good beer. I mean, yeah. I mean, all, all the respect to the industrial beers as well. I mean, we all drink them sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we need to. It's still, it's still beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's still good. But to have the craft beer scene survive is, is, I think, the most important thing. It is. Is there anything else you want to add about the brewery, or or tell what if you have any festivals coming up this year, or? Yeah, we have uh, uh, MBCC, of course, in Copenhagen in May, uh, around the tenth, eleventh, something like that. But we are invited for the fourth time in a row which we of course are very proud of and uh, of course we're gonna go um and then we got uh, i think it's a festival on a small island that belongs to to island but it's just below island it, the main isle of island uh iceland uh, and then we have one in Finland as well. Tuju, Tuju, Tuju is a is a brewery in Finland. They are also invited to to MBCC, and are actually coming here for a collab in a couple of weeks as well. So they have a festival. I I think both those two are in summer. And then we'll see. Uh, I don't really remember anything more right now. Yeah. 
we'll see. But that's cool going abroad a little bit. Not yeah. just not just Sweden. No, it's we need to export as well. Which uh, countries are the exports going to most? Uh, at the moment, it's mostly to Denmark. Um, but we are we also exported to the various amount of uh, European countries and uh, mm. well, uh, also Asia and New Zealand. So to New Zealand, <laughs> to New Zealand, yeah, that was That's weird a long because, way. <laughs> uh, we brewed a beer, we, or the, the the beers that were going that was with our distributor, Brill. Uh, they sold it, and they sold it together with other beers, of course, because they had other brands, um, as they do today. So they sold a container of beer, I think, to New Zealand, and the beer that we had brewed were mainly with New Zealand hops. So that was that's cool. weird, and <laughs> it's a long way to travel. It's a long way but to they, travel. Did have some kind of express delivery because I, I they had a cool cooling container, oh, yeah. I think. So. <laughs> Yeah, but but still uh, hops. Yeah, <laughs> still hops, and still um, a couple of weeks, I guess, <laughs> yeah. because they weren't flying it. Uh, okay, I think as long as it's not warm, as you say, and as long no. as it's not like months, then no. it should no. be, it should be fine. No. Uh, a lot of people asking for New Zealand beer, and like, uh, you know, I mean, the, way to travel. We have good IPs here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the English they send beer to India yeah. back in the days. Yeah, on a sail- sailing boats. That's why they were so hopped. Yeah. <laughs> that's how well, IPA came to be. They say. Oh yeah. They say. <laughs> Not really, uh-huh. but yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a good story. Yeah. But, but that, it is true. Like the the hops have uh, an effect on the beer that makes it go bad less fast. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And as well as it's alcohol. antiseptic. So antiseptic. Yeah. yeah. And as well as alcohol is, what do you call it, conservative. Like it yeah. conserves yeah. the beer. Yeah. Uh, for. I guess a those time. beers were tasting awful though. Probably, yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, I actually enjoyed this one too. I don't know. Sh- I'm not sure if I can tell them what it is, this is. You can, you can. I it's can. Okay. All right, well, you can. Uh, yeah, you're the brewer. <laughs> I'm just uh, drinking. This it. is this is a collab with Barclay Brewing in New York and uh, Shapes and Objects and Ten Hands, and it's a um, it's a barrel aged stout at about 15 ABV, uh, 15 percent, 24 month. Approximately on high coast barrels. High coast is a Swedish uh, whiskey distiller, uh, and we have added uh, two kind, two types of vanilla beans uh, and uh, cinnamon to it. It's not there in taste yet, but will be in about a couple of days or week, something like that. And this is a super small batch. Yeah, because you're uh, only going to serve it somewhere. We're going to serve this on a um, Magnus at uh, Shapes and Objects are going to take some cans with him to a stout festival, I think it is, in Florida in the US in a cup in like two weeks. He's going to go there and uh, we're going to save some cans for other uh, festivals as well. So you can only drink it at festivals when it's available. Yeah. Glad I got to try it beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Um, so shout out to Brian at Barclay and uh, Magnus at Shapes and Obvious as well yeah. uh, for making a good beer. Yeah. Thank you, lads. <laughs> well, I'm going to start wrapping this up. I'm not going to keep you for that long, I imagine. Are you brewing right now? Uh, no, today it's a... Calm day. <laughs> yeah, well, do a lot of um, administrations and mm. planning and... So planning the the months or 
coming with uh, coming, the coming weeks at least so i gotta get this schedule together now yeah because yeah. you're doing two new ipas per month yeah so, at least it's <laughs> a lot of ipas <laughs> that's a lot of ipas there's a lot of good hops out there so yeah yeah well the 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 haze trend is not as as it used to be but it's still going uh, it's very still strong going. yeah very strong and haze ap seems to be the new or is, has been for a long time the yeah. new stuhlstark the new yeah, the new lager. Yeah, people drink it as crazy. Yeah, they do. That that's fun. It's a beer style that survives for for this many years. Yeah, how long have you predicted death of hazy IPAs? I mean, <laughs> a lot of years. People predicted have said, "Oh well, hope. now predicted or hoped." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well. <I'm> just <laughs> yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, but the best thing we've seen, especially working at uh, a beer bar, is that. Hazy IPAs have gone down a little. It's still very strong, but people ask for more traditional styles as well. Uh, people want to have a bitter or uh, just a classic English ale of some kind. or So that's fun to see. And also people have been asking for West Coast IPAs a lot. Yeah. They want a classic, yeah, yeah. classic like this. Pioneer Elder, shout out, classic West Coast IPA. People are looking forward to drinking that again, which is fun to, to see as well, especially from younger people as well. Yeah, as well. The older. Yeah. So that's very nice. But thank you for joining me for well. a couple of minutes and thank you for the tour of the brewery. Yeah, and, yeah. And Always nice to see you. For the beer. It's yeah. nice. I'm going to tell Elmer I met you. Yeah. <laughs> you do that. You do that. <laughs> you want son works at Omnipoyo's Hut or Omnipoyo's Hut in Stockholm as well as a, as a bartender. So I, I met him a few times at, at my bar. Yeah. Having He's a beers. kind of a beer nerd, you can say. What I don't know what I mean. No. I don't know what I mean. No, no, no. <laughs> he brings well, he brings some weird bottles with him sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> as he do. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Yuan, for thank your you. time, and uh, I'll see you again soon. Thank you. Bye.